0: What are our predictions for the major NBA awards? Who will be on the hot seat? How will the conferences shake out? The only question left is: Say it with me. You win. Hey, sports fans! Coach Nick here, and welcome to the B-Ball Breakdown podcast. As always, it's Monday, joined by Coach Dave before NBA. Uh, my voice is a little bit cracky because I went to the Dodgers Cubs game and watched some red haired animal jacking all the runs and just nail a final uh, walk off homer. Ugh. Yeah. I didn't even know you liked baseball. You know, I grew up down the street from Wrigley Field, so I have some, you know, Cubs blood in me. But, um, you know, I don't often pay attention much to it. But uh, I had never gone to a Cubs playoff game, believe it or not. It's, you know, back in 84 and 89, you just simply could not get a ticket. Wrigley really had maybe 36,000 seats total. Now I think it's over 40. They have more space. But even still, it's an impossible ticket in Chicago. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. A lot of Cubs fans there. But we're here to yeah, talk about and, some NBA, right?
1: Yeah. Although, I, real quick, I, I do want to say, like, I love Dodger Stadium. Like, there's, like, a certain feel to it. It feels like an old-school baseball stadium.
0: Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I used to be a huge baseball fan. It doesn't compare to Wrigley Field at all.
1: I've never been to Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I, me. I mean, I'll go at some point just because I have to. But uh, it reminded me a lot of the feeling that you got from watching a game at old Yankee Stadium. I, I like. I really. I think that those old stadiums had something like you know, and maybe it's just nostalgia. Although I'm not a nostalgic person. Yeah. Um, I, I think that they, when they built those, it was more about like watching the baseball game than the newer stadiums, which are all about. The multimedia experience.
0: Yeah, well, the Dodgers certainly have a lot of that too, and I, they, you know, remember they they built the Chavez Ravine in the '60s, and so it's kind of got that freeze-dried '60s Southern California see, but thing. I, that fit. See, that
1: works though for California because it feels yeah. like late '50s, early '60s California,
0: and yeah. that's the, and that's awesome. When I come to L.A., that's what I want to feel. All right. Because it never rains in Southern California. Like, that's how I feel. So, well, anyway, uh, NBA, we are excited about the NBA season started, I think. Right. Starting. Yeah, we are. I one day. I broke out the scotch for this podcast tonight because I'm so pumped for the NBA to start and for my life to be over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. It's time for the our our regular lives to take a pause or hiatus for the season. So uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited and uh you know things are are on par to be an awesome season and really exciting and really fun. Uh a lot of teams are gonna end up, you know, having radically different seasons than they did last year, I imagine. Um and it looks like, you know, one of the players at least will not get a chance to enjoy the fun to begin.
1: Yeah, the CJ McCollum suspension. Um yeah, it's 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 a it's a shitty situation, right? The yep. the league is kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. Like it was pretty clear when you watched the video. CJ wasn't coming out there to fight. Like, he he's you know he never even looks at at the any of the players from from the Suns, and he's trying to get Swanigan out of there. Now, with that being said, I mean the the rule is the rule, I guess. I yeah. guess unless you're in the entertainment business like the NBA is. And uh, taking, you know, one of your marquee players, you know, he's a top 25 player, taking him off the court for opening night, uh, that's a big deal. So, you know, I, I get like you need to have some rules, but I also think, I don't know, for the, for the business, right, you got be, to be mindful of uh, who you're suspending and, and
0: what the actual situation is. I don't think you can just have everything be black and white. I I, I I just think that it's so important for them to keep these guys on the bench if they're not in the game and to have as many, as few as few people as possible involved. You know, because I, I could get it. Like, he wanders out there and he's not even close to the melee or whatever, but like, another guy takes a swing, misses, and then nails CJ. Now he's out for whatever because he wandered. And so I, I get it. We saw it happen. Obviously, the biggest issue is when Boris Diao and um, Omari Stademeyer came off the bench in Phoenix, and that basically torpedoed their title chance. That would have been their title season. And, um, you know, and th- there was no wiggle room. I-, I had Stu Jackson on the show last year, I think, uh, to talk about it. And, you know, it was, it was the toughest decision they had to make, but it was, um, it was very cut and dried for them. It's weird because it's usually uh, you see those things, and the assistants are always, boom, like a, they're like an arm rope uh, together all the way through, and no one gets past them on the court. Um, I guess they're not quite in, in regular season form yet to do that. And, uh, you know, it'll serve as a good reminder. And, you know, it, it's the first game as opposed to any playoff game or, or that kind of thing. So, you know, I think there's some solace there, I suppose, for, for CJ.
1: Yeah, and I, and I love CJ's response where he, you know, recalled his history of violence in the NBA. And, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, but, you know, again, he might have thrown a towel rules. on the
0: ground really hard once.
1: <laughs> you know, has he even had a technical? I'm sure he has. Everybody gets technicals. But still, like, CJ is one of the more mild-mannered guys.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think he's going to have a great year. I mean, you know, we're pushing the boundaries towards guys shooting threes better at a high level, at a high volume. um, Which is interesting because I'm going to do a video on this as far as the sort of the history of the three-pointer and and the shot selection of the three-pointer. You know, because the three-point percentage, I believe, overall hasn't really budged much for a long time. Yeah, it's still right around 36%, right? Yeah, and it's like you would think that as we progress into this new era, you know part of the deal would be that they would go up. And I think that part of the reason why they aren't is that we are shooting 15% of these are shouldn't be shot. They're just being shot for the sake of a three. Right, a lot of a lot of really tough contested shots. Like we talked about that
1: with Harden quite a bit. Like his his three point percentage looks a lot worse than it would be if he were just taking normal shots. But a lot of his are these step backs and yeah. you know things like that. End of shot clock, hand in the face type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you said you talked about uh, a lot of teams improving. Is this going to be the like? I can't think of another season where so many teams, at least on paper. Got so much better. It seems like the the variance for this season between, you know, uh, how how the league ended in April, right, and and the roster turnover of guys who are marquee players.
0: I think this has to be like the most busy summer of all time, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, certainly, so many like you know, yeah, top twenty players move teams, uh, and again, all in the West, pretty much, except for Hayward. I guess in Kyrie, stayed in the East as well. But other than that, like it's a big shift. So yeah, you know, and I mean, and the, and the, we talked about this before, but like the sad thing, you not know, the sad thing, but is is that the Warriors probably did better than anybody else anyway with what they needed. They were probably as successful. I mean, this guy from Oregon, Jordan uh, Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Oh my God! Like it's you know, another Draymond. As they, yeah, as soon as they get tired of Draymond, you know, or they don't want to pay Draymond. They'll just plug him in, and they're not going to miss a beat, you know. And I mean, obviously, they're not going to be able to replace Steph and KD like that, but you know, they still have Steph and KD for five more seasons or something like that. So it's like, you know, who knows? So that's going to work. Clay or Draymond, those guys start to move out. Then you got McCaw and you got Jordan Bell taking their place. He's a bigger, faster, more
1: athletic Draymond Light. (laughs) <laughs> right. And uh, kind of like the perfect guy, which now, you know, this is something I actually meant to text you the other day when I watched him just come in and explode. He dropped like 11 points at three minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I Now, this is not going to be one of those things where I'm like, well, maybe they trade Draymond because, of course, you do not trade Draymond. Draymond mm-hmm. is probably like the 10th best player in the league. Um, but is this a situation where they should really consider going almost exclude? I mean, they could go small ball now oh, yeah. so much longer and I get it he's a rookie and, and stuff like that but you know uh, I, I and I don't have the numbers in front of me but Draymond was only playing like six to eight minutes as a center last year I wonder if Steve Kerr because Jordan Bell's a little bit bigger I mean six nine mm-hmm. I wonder if he might be willing to go more minutes with Bell at center and does that yeah. unlock something completely like do you get to go Curry thompson kd draymond, draymond and George bell. bell yeah and just have a juggernaut you know i mean that we, could be the super deck lineup right like i i don't yeah. even know if they're they could come up with a name for that
0: yeah and that would be a great experience for bell to be part of that when, when they have a 12 point lead in the second quarter and they kind of run it out there i would imagine bell plays 10 minutes a game you know 12 yeah, minutes a game it's and, you know, it's probably where he's going to be around-ish. I mean, it depends on what happens with JaVale and the other big guys. But, um, you know, in that 12 minutes, right, like, I you know, he probably gets at least half of those, I'd imagine, at the center or some, something like that with a run. So, yeah, I hope that they get fun with that because, again, that's what we're moving forward anyway. Let's get to the future now and see what happens with that because, uh, yeah, that that's going to be what's going to happen. Like, yeah, a guy like Jordan Bell will be a center in f- a few more years. Uh, yeah. That kind of body type, that kind well, of style. I think size.
1: he's a center now. I think he's a center now.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're and- right.
1: After we're done with this podcast, I'm totally gonna fire up
0: 2K and and play with that lineup because I want
1: <laughs> to right. see
0: it. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, but like um, you know, across the board, they're in the West though. It's gonna be you know, I mean, I, listen, we say this every year about it being a bloodbath, but oh my God, it's it's like and so and like like a team like OKC, you I think you feel like they're gonna be better than maybe I feel like they're gonna be. Well, I mean, I just think that.
1: One of one of my and I talk about the rockets with this as well. It's the variance, right? I think that they're going to be their ceiling is so much higher than than what they could have achieved last year, mm-hmm. and and their floor is I think their floor is exactly what they did last year. I think it's like forty six or forty seven wins. That's the floor of that team. Just because there's so much talent, right? And I think talent finds a way, just like life, um, just like dinosaurs. So yeah. Shout out Steven Spielberg. But uh, I don't know if they're the three seed or the four seed. Uh, it's tough to take it away from San Antonio, but we don't know what's going on with Kawhi with mm-hmm. this quad. We don't know if this is going to be something that's going to linger. We don't know if this is something that Pop made up so that he can sit him, you know, for the Christmas Day game. <laughs> you know, we, we don't know. And, and um, you know, I. I think that that's going to be that's that's the difference between the Spurs winning fifty eight games and fifty four fifty three games is how healthy is Kawhi. I mean, if like if Kawhi for some reason is out until January, which we haven't heard anything, you haven't heard anything, right? Nope, nothing. Okay. They won't say
0: anything, and as they will yeah. never do.
1: Exactly. So we don't know anything. But let's, I mean, we're, as, let's say that's worst-case scenario. He's out till January. Reggie Jackson had a similar issue last year, and he was out for a while and probably should have sat longer. But we don't know the severity or anything. Um, but if he's out till January, okay, well, now San Antonio might be in that fifth or sixth seat. Right. Right? Just because of, I mean, the fact that they don't have a ton of top-flight talent. I mean, the, the next best player is LaMarcus
0: Aldridge. Yeah who who might be a little bit happier maybe for sure he's going to touch the ball more yeah yeah I mean, and he good. looks good he looks a little bit more like aggressive like certainly not where, where this, the disappearing act we had in the playoffs in a way that um yeah that that actually could be good for them because they have a lot of these pieces that we like around him uh, and they have the the system, so in theory, you know, maybe they don't miss too much of a beat, which would be a a whole lot of uh, grist for the Kawhi haters out there who would say, "Look, uh, look how much, look how good they are without him." You know, right. it's not him. So, you know, I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to kind of see. But yeah, you're right. So the question then is, is you know, the Spurs are. You know, I think we got to put them in the top four if you're really kind of thinking about where they're going to finish. In theory. Um, although it's don't you think it's possible that these guys end up feasting on each other and they all they beat each other and they lose each other and they whatever and uh, you end up getting like maybe behind the Warriors you get three teams that are all within a game of each other and they're all maybe like in the in the low or mid 50s you know the, or like 50 wins each as opposed to like 56 53 and 50 you know they could be bunched together with lower wins I don't think that I don't think they play
1: each other enough for that um, you know I, I think so Let's, well, I guess let's just jump into our kind of playoff predictions. You know,
0: right. this is sort of like a natural, natural way to talk about that. And if you want to start with the West, we can do that. Yeah, um, but you know, when we're talking about the predictions, what we can also talk about is when you want to predict who's going to do well that night in daily fantasy basketball. Absolutely. And,
1: and this is something that this year I'm going to actually try to get into.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that means you have to head no, over I to DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. <laughs> <laughs> because at draftings.com they have one-day fantasy basketball where you can kind of get in and get out whenever you want. No long-term commitment. It's really simple to draft eight players uh, for a $50,000 salary cap, and then you get all the points. Like, you know, we all know DFS. Um, That's right. and I And I love it. I love playing because it is fun. Every day it's a new challenge. Yeah, last year I
1: would have won a lot of money uh, with my Jonathan Simmons and K.J. McDaniel predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Where they 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 combined to go like fourteen of fourteen and had
0: some ridiculous stat line. Yeah, do you remember that night? No, we were so young then. I know. We <laughs> we'll, we'll always have Paris, and right. we'll always have DraftKings.com. And you know, if you use my code, COACHNICK, you get it, you play free with the first deposit of yours to get your share of ten thousand dollars in total prizes. So once you make your deposit, they give you a free game using my code, Coach Nick. And uh, you get in the game. It's really fun. But the, the deposit is 5 bucks to, to get started. But you're going to want to play. You want to have that deposit anyway going in the future. But then you get that free game that night you know, using my code. So you got to get over there to DraftKings because they really are the best place to, to go when you want to play this thing. You know, nowhere else you're going to get the kind of pool and the kind of money uh, 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 possibilities than you go with, with DraftKings. Absolutely. It, it is the best. It is. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash tonight. This is like this Lozi Edelson commercials I grew up with, where you always save more money. But um, so anyway, yeah, so DraftKings, check it out. Coach Nick is the code. Free game after deposit. And uh, listen here, because all season long, we're going to give you really cool insights into how you can win Daily Fantasy, because we're going to be picking out guys who you wouldn't have thought about or heard, who are cheap, who are going to give you the numbers and give you that's where you remember, that's where you win DFS, right? It's those the last five spot or last. Sorry, last three spots on your roster uh, that you only want to spend, you know, you know, eight hundred dollars for. And then you end up getting exactly. get some diamonds. Like think about Kyle Kuzma, Norman Powell. Yeah, all of our sleepers that we listed uh, mm-hmm. right there for you. So uh, and that's for free. So. Let's get into it. Let's, uh, you know, who are the guys? Uh, who are, let's go Let's go to the East for a second, can we? Because we talk about the West all sure. the time. Sure, absolutely. Top four of the East. What do you got? Um, you know,
1: I, I think I've got Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, and Washington, which I know is boring. Yeah, because it's basically what we got last year. But I, I think that that's just kind of how it shakes out. And I know that you and I
0: differ just a little bit. Yeah, I want I want to put the Bucks three i wanted to see them, you know, take a jump. Now I know that Parker uh, isn't back yet, and that was the problem with him. Is that it's a kind of a make or break where there's there is a, a version of the Matrix where I think he makes them awesome and they really can compete, but that requires you know, getting used to him and being able to fit in. And he's been hurt so much now that they don't have that rhythm with him. And can you achieve that in the middle of a season coming back from injury? And that's a real big question, Mark. And then can can they, can somehow Jason Kidd do that coaching thing that will help him with that? Certainly they run a lot of the same actions they've been doing years and years. And so that's a little familiarity. But uh, but I don't know. Don't you think it's time for the Bucks to finally make another step up? Um, sure. I mean, I, I think, I, I think,
1: it's going to require Giannis to take another leap, though, and to get up into the you know top five player in the league conversation rather than top ten. That's
0: that's the only issue is does he have another leap in him? Yeah, I mean, and when we saw it by the end of the year in the playoffs, was he just ran out of gas? And so that's the other problem is you want to be able to keep him fresh and play him like what like do you do you plan because he, remember he's doing so much on both sides. He's young, but do you play him more than like thirty two minutes a game? I I don't I don't know. Well, I, I mean, you know, I believe in the Spurs philosophy, and I think I think Golden State does a
1: good job of this, you know, keeping all their guys around 30, somewhere between 32 and 34 minutes for, like, their main guys. I mean, you might occasionally see Curry stretch out to, like, 36, 37. Uh, Draymond tends to play a few, more, a few more minutes here and there, but it's weird because you and I talk about Draymond and his conditioning, and I wonder if they do that as a way to kind of just keep him in shape, sort of like Pop used to do with Boris Diaw. Keep him out a little bit longer in a blowout. It's trying yeah. to get him those extra, you know, those extra cardio uh, minutes. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I think you got to watch those minutes, in, especially once you get to February, March, and in you know April, because you you want him nice and fresh for the playoffs. But you know we'll we'll probably know what this team is going to be by January, I would guess. You know we'll we'll have an idea. If they're setting the world on fire, then then we'll know it from the jump. Um, but yeah. I think without Jabari, without that kind of scoring, they're going to really need Chris Middleton to step up. And they're going to need Tony Snell to hit shots like he did last year. And I think they're going to need something out of Thon Maker. Or yeah. McCur, uh as his name is probably pronounced. Um, uh, it, it looks like, uh, you know, I, th- I guess Brogdon's going to be the starter at the one. For the I'm, full I'm excited season. about
0: that, and so president. you
1: know that's be, that's a better lineup than they started last year with. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think the three seed is outside the possibility. You're, uh, the and, realm. And by of possibility. the way,
0: I just called it up. I want to look at the Bucks record from the time that um, Middleton came back in uh, February, and which I, also it is up. when Brogdon got into the starting lineup permanently. Okay, that too. Yeah. And so, over the last, uh, you know, from February 1st until June 1st uh, through that whole stretch, they went 21 and 14 at 60%. So, now you're talking about, you know, some really good, That, that that's a, something to build upon. That's without Jabari Parker. So, you know, they, they have it there. And by the way, maybe Parker, it would be good coming off the bench, just, you know, attacking the. Uh, the other guys. Now, their net rating was still pretty razor thin at that point, so they were eking these things out, but either and still, it's a good thing to build on. And uh, so I, I have high hopes for them. And then that, the next question is well, then who gets bumped out of the top four from the other, you know, the Raptors and the Wizards? And I don't know, man. It's like the Wizards didn't do that much to improve. The Raptors are sort of, yeah, they're, they're going to just, you know, reload and r- run it back. So I don't Although know. Although they're shooting a lot more threes.
1: Raptors okay. in the preseason at least, so okay. it it seems like their variance may go up. So they they may outperform what we expect if they hit a lot of threes. You know,
0: okay, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, they I, I, I'm not gonna really even. I, I don't. I don't want to commit. I'm gonna say Raptors slash Wizards, and we can kind of go from there. And we'll, we'll pick and choose. I'll just pick and choose and pretend I I committed now. Well, well, uh, I'll reedit this later to make it sound like I'm the smarter. Yeah. Um, should we go through the other awards, uh, the, what we think is going to happen this year? Yeah.
1: I mean, this is the prediction pod, right? So, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, let's do
1: it backwards then.
0: Let's go most improved first. Okay. Mip. Who you got? I'm going to go with Rodney Hood, mama. That's it. Damn it.
1: Why? Was that your choice? <laughs> yeah, that's my choice because he's, his usage rate is going to go up. And I know yeah. these awards are, are based on, you know, like, hey, this guy went from scoring... 13 points a game to 20 points a game. Right. He must be the most improved.
0: Yeah, nothing to do with like the fact that he had the skills, and now he's finally getting more, better, more chance. But I do feel like he's going to make that jump from, I mean, i got to check real quick, but it's probably like, what, 14 a game. He, I, I think he's going to do the thing that Harrison Barnes did last year uh, and get to like 20 a game. Maybe the efficiency isn't where we want it to be, but um, I don't know. I, it's time, and this is it. Like If he can't do it this year, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to remove the mama from Rodney Hood. That phrase, but there's been plenty to go around now. Uh, there's lots of mamas out there that I'm happy with, so but that's my choice. Uh, yeah, so he, he scored 12.7 points a game last yeah, year, so there you go. Um,
1: he only played 27 minutes a game, okay. And I'm looking for right? He, he missed a bunch of games, yeah, he did. Uh, but I'm looking up his usage <laughs> or trying to, uh,
0: his usage last year was
1: 22%. I expect that to be closer to 30. So I bet he's I bet he's hitting that 20 points a game mark. Yeah. Unless he's not as good as we think he is. I mean, I, I said before, you know, this isn't the first time I've said I think Rodney Hood scores 20 points a game. And uh, I think if he does that, he's the most improved or yeah. he will win the award.
0: Yeah. And speaking of variance, you, I think the Jazz have the most variance because they could be in the thick of uh, uh, the fifth seed or they could be out of the playoffs uh, for all we know. Yeah, I, I think I have him as
1: the eighth seed or seven seed, depending on, you know, Denver. how things shake out. Well, no, I've got – all right, well, let me just go ahead and do my my west because we, we skipped that and went to most improved. I did. Yeah, I, I've got Golden State. I've got Houston. I've got OKC San Antonio is three and four, in, and I don't know the order. And then I've got Portland five because I believe in the Nurkic addition. Uh, I think that that's a huge thing for them. I've got the Nuggets six. And then I've got Utah or Minnesota, seven and eight. I don't know how to order that. Um, wow. I think Utah's defense is just going to be so good, and yeah. if their offense can hit like fifteen, yeah, you know, then then they're in the playoffs. If they've got like a top three defense and the fifteenth offense, I think they're okay. And this is my thing about Denver. I think Denver could could be, you know one or two in offense or three, you know, it's, it's going to be them golden state and Houston. And then if they could just hit 15, 16, 17 in defense, they could win 53 games, you know, like, I mean, Man, it's a little high well, for that ranking think about on defense. Suns, well, think about those Suns teams, right? Yeah. The 2010 Suns won 54 games with those with the number yeah. one offense and the, and 15th, the like, 15th, 16th yeah. ranked defense. So yeah, you know, but that was the West is the probably even comes.
0: even tougher now. Like right, than oh, even crazy. then. So yeah, that's interesting. I mean, listen, I'm all in on Denver, and so you know, uh, I, I they're gonna make muck it up, and then so now you're shitting on Memphis and. Um, Right, they're they're not going to be the. Playoffs I think Memphis
1: misses the playoffs. I'm I'm worried about a downturn from Conley and Gasol. I mean, Gasol's 33 years old. Yeah, Conley's 30. Uh, they both kind of had career years offensively last year, and Gasol showed some slippage on defense. And you know, is is that a trend or was it an aberration? I mean, at his age and and with his size and you know injury history, I you know I don't know. Uh, it's tough to tell. They did I will I will say this. Memphis played more minutes for guys they can't shoot than any other team in the league. So they will get improvement on offense, but I think their defense takes a step back. And I, I just don't I don't think they're gonna be elite enough in either category to to be able to really make right. the playoffs.
0: And what you're saying is you have the nurk itch. Trailblazers. Yes. Did you you get that? Did I go over your head?
1: Oh, I have the NERC itch that I just can't scratch. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, okay. And certainly, if you look at those numbers, they're also very impressive uh, after he got to, to Portland. And I, I can't—I told you this before, I think, in the pod, when I saw Terry uh, Stotts in Minnesota right after he got traded, and he was as surprised as anybody <laughs> that they were doing so well, and he was fitting in. So, um, yeah, we'll have to find out. I mean, I know CJ is, you know, they'll have another one of these stellar years. And Dame, Dame's one of those guys that needs to, you know, improve his shot selection from three because I think he artificially keeps that low, but with some of the shots he takes – um. so we'll see that those things can like, you know, get factored in and do well. Certainly though, their offense is going to be great. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's interesting. So I, I can go with you on those, on that, all that stuff there. I think that, you know, yeah, I think Denver is going to muck up everyone's bracket, basically. Um, But, yeah, and then, you know, I have, I have the same kind of thing, Spurs, Rockets, OKC, and then it's really the Kawhi thing, which, uh, you know, is concerning. But, you know, we'll have to find out if they just, you know, the beat goes on. They get, uh, you know, Aldridge starts to get more usage and starts doing really well. They plug in Bertons and, and Murray and all these guys, and they, and they start doing really well. Uh, and then, they you know, they're on the same track they were last year, and people start saying, oh, look, Kawhi sucks. He doesn't even really help him. They don't even need him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's a definite possibility. So, well, let's, okay. So let's go back. Then then we can focus back over to the coach of the year, which might even fold into our discussion we just had on the top four. So who do you have for coach Absolutely. of the year? Um, you know, I believe, I think it's going to be Steve Kerr. Oh, cause I
1: think that they're going to win like 70 plus games again. And I just think it's so hard to not give the coach of the year to a, a guy. I don't care how much talent he's got on the team. They win 70, 70, you know, 71 games. I, I just think it's impossible not to give it to Steve Kerr. Interesting. Okay. Brad I mean, Stevens
0: is going to get a lot of buzz. Right. He's going to be, you know, yeah, right. He's, he, he's going to make that next jump, too. He's finally got like a lot of talent on the team. Yeah. Uh, do you, I mean? So you think that the uh, Celtics are going are to finish above the Cavs again this year? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I, I'm going to go with Mike Malone. Wow. I think they're going to, because remember, there's, there's storylines happen, right? And If teams way exceed expectations all of a sudden. And by the way, we're completely sleeping on the Clippers, and we shouldn't, but we can put that away for a second. Mike Malone, because I think that he's going to come up again in another discussion we're going to have in a few minutes uh, in another weird, bizarre way. But uh, I think that he could become that guy. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for things to stretch my wings here and, and make some statements. So, uh, you know, if, if, if Denver gets the fifth seed, I feel like he wins the Coach of the Year. Book it. Uh, that's actually, that would actually be a great bet. Yeah. You know, and they'll be fun and they'll have, I mean, like Paul will be moving. It'll be, and they'll, you know, they'll, all the things that you'd like to see from a young team and like that, that, you know, especially relate to coaching and how he helps support them and all that stuff, I think will be there. So we'll see. But, uh, you know, obviously their biggest issue is going to be can they figure out the right five man lineups to play together? Um, all right. So then we can move on to rookie of the year. Yeah. Let's do it. I got Kyle Kuzma. The Lakers. No, I've got pick?
1: a, I've got Dennis Smith Jr.
0: You, yeah. I don't, do you like? Are you friends with him? What's going on here?
1: No, I just, I, I believe in Dennis Smith, man. And, and the other thing is, first of all, he's, he probably gonna wind up being the best player from this draft, but he also is gonna have the opportunity. He's gonna start from day one. He's gonna get the minutes. He's gonna get the shots. He's gonna have the ball in his hands a ton. Uh, I, I think that the way the voters work, right, like they, care, they look at the counting stats quite a bit. He right. may even be inefficient and turn the ball over a lot, but he's going to at least four times this season, he's going to break the Internet with a dunk, and that kind of stuff stands out.
0: I mean, All right, but you're, you're also describing Lonzo Ball? Am I? He's going to get a ton of minutes, a lot of usage. and get the ball in his hands, yada, yada, yada. I mean, he's, he's not going to score like that. I don't like think that. he's going to be as effective as Dennis Smith. He, but he, but at least once a night he's going to throw a dime that the internet's going to break over, right? Uh, at least the Lakers fans, Laker internet will, play, will go crazy over. So um, yeah, I mean I I would there's no doubt in my mind that Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. will have more gaudy stats. His stat line would be better than yeah. than balls. Uh, but but interesting enough, they'll probably end up having the same minutes and the same kind of opportunities. Um, but it will it'll be different. I
1: think Dennis Smith's team is a better fit for him though. To win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, cuz he's got better <laughs> players, right? Like yeah. I, I just think, you know, it, it that that matters a little bit.
0: Right. Cuz um, you remember Ball is playing with some 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 veterans there that it can do some things.
1: Also a ton of young guys. It, it, like if Kuzma has a good season, does it steal votes from from Lonzo, so you get what I mean.
0: Oh, now you are getting into like thir- now you are playing playing three dimensional chess.
1: Well, it? yeah, I am thinking about the vo- the way voters vote when I am yeah. predicting these awards, and and with the MVP, it, it'll be the same way, right? Uh, okay,
0: so because Kuzma, I think, can average 14, 14 points. I don't know eight six rebounds, or seven rebounds, yeah, yeah, or whatever. I mean, you know, and, and you know, who knows? Maybe the Lakers surprise and win 34. Four games and whatever, but um, we'll have to see. And, and you're right, but I, you know, I, the Dennis Smith Jr. thing is a real is a thing. But, I think Dennis um, Smith could go eighteen and
1: nine with like two steals. Right. We'll right? see. I mean,
0: you know, even like you know, Markel Fultz is going to get a lot of opportunities. as Well, although the Simmons thing is going to be Markell you know, Fultz is not starting to start the season. They're
1: going to start Jared Bayless.
0: Yeah, that's that's too bad, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I looked into the numbers a little bit, and actually, like, the lineups with with Simmons, first of all, not a lot of minutes to work with, so super small, sample size, but the Fultz-Simmons combo was better than the Bayless-Simmons combo.
0: Okay, that's good. Of
1: who else was on the court.
0: But, and um, I think that Fultz is going to – it will struggle. I'm not, the free-throw line stuff uh, excluded. Yeah. I just feel like there's enough evidence. There, certainly there's evidence of, like, wow, he, he can score. He can do some things. Sure. But there's also evidence of him, like he doesn't handle the the uh, physicality well. He can't finish there's trouble finishing. Yeah, and so yeah. I think that that's going to be up and down for him too. And if the free throw thing gets into his head, and all of a sudden he's not shooting jumpers, there, he's, he'll get the Rondo treatment. And um, yeah, you, know, you know the video says, uh, pretty much spoke for what I want to say. It's just it's now it's not the time to be screwing around with it. And we this could this could really affect it for a while. And that's you know even until next summer, when we can finally get you know. Six weeks in a row of just working on it. But.
1: Hey, I'm a, I'm available to fly out to Philly anytime anytime they call.
0: So, yeah. you know, just waiting on the call. You and me both. Um, we have MVP to pick. And I don't even know if I have an MVP. I mean, I, I kind of want to say Steph. I think Steph might actually have a better year than he had. Well, here's the problem. He could have a better year than he had the last couple of years, but he won't win it just because he'd won it two years in a row and whatever. So yeah. I get it.
1: Yeah, Steph will never win another MVP because uh. of that. That's interesting. Getting okay. getting the unanimous MVP and then uh, them losing the three one lead, I think that shot it for the for the voters.
0: Okay, uh, so what but do you also think so you win? got
1: the KD thing, right? So KD yeah. is probably going to have a really great season. Um, <laughs> it'll take away. They're going to take away from each other. Yeah, uh, Russ got too much help, and okay. I don't think he's going to average a triple double again. So he he won't he won't win it. Oh, Pardon, got Chris Paul. So Chris Paul, right? Um, Can I guess. Yeah, go ahead and guess. You,
0: all right, you're gonna say Kawhi.
1: I am gonna say Kawhi. <laughs> it's his time. Yeah, it's it's his time. Uh, well, you know, he he actually should have won it last year. I think I've I've said that, but it was hard to argue against Russ or Harden. But I think Kawhi, for me, Kawhi was the MVP. He got he got like a lot of people I know that have a vote. They voted for Kawhi. Um, I think Kawhi was on a really good team and basically not, not going to say he did it alone because they played team basketball, but he was by far their best player. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think Kawhi is going to get it this year. Again, this is, you know, health matters.
0: Yep. <laughs> the, the skill
1: with, of availability. There you go. Yes, uh, um, and you,
0: gave, you just gave me my good quote, a good Twitter quote. I'm going to use tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, okay, I can see that. I, I will, I will accept your Kawhi, and uh, and you know just just assume that like he'll be healthy enough to play sixty, you know, sixty five games or whatever it's going to be at least, and 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 do what I think um, you know. But then again, we remember we have our dark horse Embiid. Uh, yeah,
1: Embiid's not going to. Uh, so they're not going to play him enough for him to actually do it. Okay, you don't I think to
0: get? He's not going to get. 29 minutes a game
1: well not just that but he's not going to play 70 games i think 70 games is sort of where you got to get to okay uh, yeah so that he's he's not going to play enough games they're going to sit him any back-to-backs they're going to sit him like he's going to be sitting quite a bit and we're all going to get kind of frustrated with it okay uh but uh i think Giannis is is got to be up there if yeah if if the bucks are a three seed whoo you yeah. got to say because Giannis. Giannis is
0: probably going to get, well, like 23, 9, 9, yeah. uh, a, two, a well, block he, and a half. If he takes the next step,
1: what if he's at 26, you know? 26 points a game? Yeah.
0: Incredible. Yeah,
1: for sure. Or yeah. what he does without the basketball in his hands, you know? Like his rebounding numbers, his steals, his blocks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: 29 would be something. Uh, or 26 would be something. Um, And then I think LeBron's got to be in the conversation, right?
0: Oh, who? Who?
1: LeBron, oh yeah. Now him, you know, is this the season where LeBron just says, "You know what? I'm pissed. Let me no. remind your buddy."
0: I don't know. I think this is the season he goes. You know what? I'm I I'm, I don't want to be tired in the playoffs. <laughs> and you know, I I, you know, I don't know. It just seems like every year it's less and less LeBron until the playoffs. Um And by the way, although even though I say that, like what his averages last year were outrageous as it was, but you know he did work a lot. He did probably play too many minutes, Um, and I don't think it's going to change much with Isaiah Thomas being out early, and now they're having to deal with the Wade thing. And who knows what happens with Wade if he's going to be able to handle that? And again, I think we both agree he should be coming off the bench and playing 23 minutes a game, Uh, but instead he wants he's going to start right, and and he's going to probably get up you know closer to the 30 minute mark. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know how he's, that's going to hold up. Certainly, I, again, I like to pre- you know I prefer to assume everyone's going to be healthy, but uh, it, it, that's a tough one.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, we we talk about this quite a bit, and I actually had a little rant about this. Uh, you know, the number one thing, the number one feedback I got from people when I when I said the on on the last podcast when I talked about Embiid and his Hall of Fame talent and the fact that I think that if he played seventy games, he'd be in the MVP conversation. Number one thing that people brought up is the fact that, well, you know, he's only played 31 games in three seasons. Oh, he can't stay healthy and all this stuff. And it, it really, we've got, and this is, I mean, we could talk about the the societal impact of the internet on the human psyche and how it is really caused us to root for the, the worst to happen to people. Yeah. Especially if we happen to disagree with them about any one thing and uh, a a black guy who has money, who happens to also have some confidence and, you know, talk a little shit. It's very easy for people to jump in and and you know root for the worst. Well, that's not me. You know, no. that's not this podcast either. Like w- when we're talking about this stuff, and even Chandler Parsons, right? Like we're rooting for Chandler Parsons. I want him to be healthy.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. It's He's like, like yeah, like Chandler Parsons of all people. No, uh, and okay. they expect they, they expect him to get hurt. Like I'm like that, and I had to right. have a foH uh, tweet on that one because it was just like. Get out of here with this. I don't want to hear you like, oh he like he's going to get hurt like that's not how I what I want to hear. It's not the language well, you should be using. and here's what I'll tell you.
1: no one knows more about his health than the philadelphia seventy sixers. and if you look at the language of the contract, at least what we've what we've found out about, uh, when you look at that, the things that they're worried about is the foot injury and the back injury. Guess what he didn't struggle with at all last year, foot or back, right? Right. He had a he had a meniscus thing that he actually could have just played through.
0: Yeah.
1: They were just super cautious. Well, he probably should have played about 50 games last year.
0: And one of the other years he could have played games and they completely just babied him and didn't put him in at all. So like this 31 in three years thing is a little bit skewed because they were tanking. And he probably could have played another, you know, whatever that was, for one of those years. So it's yeah, it's all sort of uh, not re- real these numbers. So, but again, this is it. This is his chance to get there, and I, I really hope they get him. I really hope they get him into like at least sixty-five games. Just you know, get him in there and get his good as minutes, and really you know, change the uh, the whole franchise because he will if he gets the minutes. So, should we quickly go through our other uh, other awards that we have? The Offer yeah, Path we'll, Award. Let's... So, who's the first coach getting fired award?
1: That, it's it's tough man because I hate I hate like we go from hey we root for health to hey who's gonna get fired uh we don't want anyone to get fired right right in an ideal scenario I guess everybody's 500 so yeah. there no one's no one's successful or or bad uh, but then I guess the teams that are supposed to blow people out one of those coaches would get fired um I, I hate to keep bringing them up in this but I think Dwayne Casey yeah, might be the guy. Masai's comments about culture change and stuff like that—you know—they didn't really change the roster that much. So,
0: where do you get your culture change from, Norman Powell? <laughs> Norman, Norman. <laughs> yeah, That's right. I mean, I'm too tired of even mentioning him in all these things, hot seat, whatever. So, I'm going to go with Doc Rivers. And I and I love that.
1: I, I think, think. Oh, not not that I love that he might get fired, but I love that pick. Um, I think that you know losing the the gm job kind of tells you where he stands in the organization he's got this year and next year left on his contract so he's almost a lame duck right and you know they're not going to work on a on an extension during the season so it'd be next summer i can't i can't imagine he goes into next year with with just one year left on his contract so mm. I mean, that's an interesting one to watch, and and with yeah. this
0: team though, they actually might be better than they were last year. Believe it or not, the way things are looking, and there's some options and some possibilities there, uh, they could be they could be better, which is crazy because they won 51 games and they were fifth, uh, right, fifth in the conference. Um, but I, again, a lot of people are counting them out and assuming they're going to either drop down out of the playoffs or drop down farther. Uh, you know, something's going to give out there, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like he might end up getting the hot seat pretty soon. Um, I don't know any other interesting ones. How about this? How long, uh, over under, how long until LeBron subtweets his team?
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to say Christmas.
0: Okay. I, I'm going to say 40 games, which is after Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's closer to February. the All Star break. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll okay. say, you know what, you're right. It's probably going to be early. It's going to be defense related. Yeah. Transition defense or something. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Their transition defense is going to be atrocious. Yeah. So, um, which NBA player should get KD to run his Twitter account? Because <laughs> um, you have to be somebody who's not good at it, right? Who yeah, really somebody who's bad at it. Like, at how about Bogut? I don't, d- Does
1: Alt Bogut have a Twitter account?
0: I don't know. But, he, yeah, uh, he's got one. Okay. Isn't that where he's sort of s- talking about this stuff?
1: I don't know. But, I, yes, if he has one, then, yeah, KD. Uh, I don't know. I think any of these guys that are not funny. Okay. Get KD to run the account uh, on, a, on, a, on a burner account, right?
0: Like second right. login. Burner account, okay. Second login. <laughs> uh, right, and just m- m- make sure to remember which one you're in when you're tweeting. So, well, uh, Dave, another great show. Uh, another, I hope the excitement in our voice is there. We're going to have a live show after the second game on the opening night on Tuesday, right? That's right. Well, I'm, I'm fired up. We hopefully will have it all set up where you guys can call in and uh, ask questions directly to us. Yeah, um, and and you know the opening night
1: games uh, are going to be fun. How how do you feel about about the Boston um, the Boston Cleveland game? Do you think LeBron's actually going to sit? Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah, well, because he hurt his ankle. They're saying they they don't know yet if he's going to play.
0: It's I can on TNT. see him.
1: I can see him pussing out and
0: not playing. No way. No way. Uh, LeBron no. plays. I feel Broken like he did leg. that last year LeBron where he plays. didn't. He didn't play in some game, right? Am I crazy? I don't, I don't know. know,
1: man. Open night TNT. Come on, man. LeBron lives for this. All right, and then okay. all right. So let's let's predict here. Who you got? Who you got in that game? Boston, Cleveland. Who you got? Houston, Golden State.
0: I'll take Boston and I'll take Houston. I don't know. Whoa, whoa! Two road victories. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm go I don't know. You know I'm it's hard. Go the other way, I because I, I think Golden State's going to be fired up. They want to put. They want to squash this new mm-hmm. team uh, quickly and take the conversation out of it. So you're right. They, you know, what? I'm probably wrong on both counts. But you know, uh, I, I just still feels like you know because of the uh, abbreviated um, preseason schedule. Now, uh, I don't know if teams are going to be ready to go to start the season. Especially you know?
1: these new teams. Yeah, Boston, Boston, Boston has 11 new players. Right. And so right. has a bunch of new players and the
0: Warriors. Right. So they have a built in advantage having just a yeah. couple who are already who fit in really well, um, you know, so and they're already ready to go. Yeah. I mean, all they were doing was just a little, little minor tweaks during the training yep. seat, to, to camp. That's how nice it was for them.
1: I've got Cleveland and Golden State, and I think Cleveland wins by at least fifteen. I think Golden State wins by like thirty. I, yeah. I think it's going to be a blowout.
0: Yeah, I think that, and I agree. I think they're going to want to just do a huge statement. So we're going to be texting about starting the show. Should we start the show early? Yeah, right. Well, oh, and the other reason why we know it's a blog is we're doing a freaking post game show. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so It's going to be terrible. So, all right. Well stay tuned for that sports fans we'll be back here again with Dave later on in the week and uh, we'll see if we're at close at all to any of these predictions as we move forward and don't forget at Bball Breakdown we're a channel we're a conversation you in? are you in Dave? I'm all in